0: i uh-huh. Back to Spider Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and try to revive Spider Man 3 one dog punching minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli.
1: <laughs> I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Jay Malone, and I'm sad about the puppy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Me too. so am I.
1: So Welcome am I, back, but it is, what this,
0: it is the best way to describe this, this minute, I think, unfortunately. Uh,. Uh, we're today we're talking about minute twenty three and I don't like it either, uh, which starts <laughs> with a curtain being pulled uh, to block Peter's view of Harry, uh, and uh, ends with uh, uh, good old Flint Marco falling into a pit.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I hope nothing bad happens to him in there. Oh, he'll be fine. I mean, he I'm punched sorry.
0: a dog. I don't really care. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> Remember, remember, remember last week when he said that I'm not a, I'm not a bad person. I just have bad luck. Uh, well, he punched a dog, so I'm pretty sure he is a bad person. <laughs> you <know? It's>
1: ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we
2: can't. You, you mentioned. All right, let's just talk about the dog. Let's get it out of the way. All right. So the 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 dog punching thing I learned was uh, Thomas Hayden Church's idea. When what were, like. Yeah, early on discussing like stuff that could happen when he was like on the run. Uh, Thomas Thomas Hayden church was like, "I should punch a well, dog." Well, Sam, what if I like uh, like punched a dog? <laughs> and like, Sam <laughs> so was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, like you know, uh, you know, I want to show that the guy is, you know, he he he's nice and he cares about his family, but he's still like a, a rough and tumble guy, you know, like, he, like people will get hurt if they're in his way, type of thing. That we're not." So we're not so fully on his side immediately. Uh, You know, we we don't want the 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 audiences. I don't know what he said. um, To to be fully on his side uh, right out of the gate, right? Which
1: I guess noble, but it's like it's such a intense thing to do. It really is. It's it's not like he just pushes the dog away. Like he picks him up and wallops the hell out of him. (laughs) Yeah, like he grabs
0: him by the back of the neck and then just like donkey punches him in the face. Like <laughs> that's just like, like it's...
2: That's what you get when you mess with Marco.
0: Yeah, like uh, I'm surprised he didn't like pick him up and like headbutt him because that's... that's like the scream level in his that face. Was, that's the level of yeah. harshness he was at.
2: Yeah, and you know, I, I get if an attacking dog. You got to defend yourself somehow, but I would expect more running away throwing down and not like he really just wails on it it was a puppet dog uh, oh yeah well I'm obviously wrong. it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah they it's built definitely a, a
0: puppet dog obviously
2: they built a puppet dog for him to wallop
1: but. no animals except that one dog were harmed
0: yeah, I mean, the dog when, when he punches the dog like it turns into a muppet i mean where it just <laughs> it has like a robot it was a muppet a reaction to the physics of being punched in the face <laughs>
2: Rolf, yeah no. <laughs> honestly i i feel like the moment could like play out exactly the same way and if the sound effect on the dog was still like a snarly angry one maybe i'd be okay but because they do like the sad whine of the dog as yeah. he hits it i'm like oh no yeah she's she was that's not um, good um, <laughs> okay. but luckily uh,
0: luckily he is uh he's he's he is uh escaping into a dangerous particle physics test facility Yeah, a Uh, what? (laughs) A who? A dangerous particle physics test facility. (laughs) Keep out. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why? (laughs) I I mean, hmm. well, I want to talk more about that next minute, but... uh, (laughs) That's that's okay. Uh, I have a a (laughs) lot of questions about what the hell's going on here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, maybe we can (laughs) rewind back to the the cop time, because this is, I, I think, our first real introduction to Captain Stacy, right? I mean, he was mentioned... Briefly, maybe already with Gwen. No, no, this is the first anything with Captain Stacy. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, um, at our at our precinct here, we have Captain Stacy and uh, a precinct detective talking about Flint Marco. Yeah, exposition time. Right. Um, but I I guess worth worth pointing out, you know, uh, James Cromwell. You know, a Academy Award nominee James Oliver Cromwell hanging out in the Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. That's
1: fun. That'll yeah, do, James. Cool.
2: That'll, that will do, James. Yeah. Uh, as Scott has so eloquently pointed out, you probably know him most as Farmer Hoggett from Babe, mm-hmm. um, but he was also in everything.
0: Yeah. It's either, it's usually, it's it's one of two things, and they both came out, like, I think at the, almost exactly the same time. Um, uh-huh. But it's either Babe uh, or it is uh, Star Trek First Contact. And that's the uh, one yes. I know him from. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> which is, uh, iconic. Um, his role in that movie, that movie, if you haven't seen that movie, if you're like, if you like, mm. you know, kind of casually watch Star Trek movies and you've never yeah. seen Star Trek first contact, like that's me, that is, I, I know a lot of people are super dismissive of the next gen movies. Uh, cause <laughs> rightfully so most yeah, of the, okay. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. not> <laughs> um, but, but first contact mm. is a stone cold classic. So, uh, okay. You should, you should definitely watch that.
1: Yeah. And he, um, his 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 character is so important to the Star Trek mythos. Mm-hmm. That oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, he, yeah. he created he's, the warp drive.
2: Okay. Yep. Wow. He, yeah.
1: he's, I, in, my, in my research, wait, what were you saying, Jay? He He's the reason that first contact happened, because the Vulcans wouldn't contact Earth until we were warp capable, which oh, is where wow. the prime wow. directive comes from
2: yeah oh okay yeah because you don't want to mess with any civilization until they're ready to correct be
0: messed with yeah okay (laughs) Okay.
2: got it got it um yeah in my in my research on um mr cromwell here uh they one of the like trivia bits was that he's the only person in star trek movies to say the phrase star trek and i was like oh that's fun i guess i'll look (laughs) look into that um uh but you know he's also in la confidential he's the police captain in that and he's the warden in the green mile i mean mm-hmm. i i looked it up he has not had a single season out of work since 1974 he That's a at, good, at least good two run. projects yeah at least two two big projects every single year since 1974 and he's not like slowing down i mean he's everywhere it's <laughs> You know James Cromwell from something.
0: Um, I'm sorry. I just, I ju- uh, Jay is unfortunately going to be the only person who's going to fully appreciate this. You'll appreciate okay, this okay. to a Go for certain it. extent, no, no, yeah. Zach. Okay. But, but uh, I just realized that his character in First Contact is a combination of Tony Stark and Randy Quaid from Independence Day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cool. That, that is nice. so accurate. <laughs> Well, if I wasn't going to watch the movie before, I sure am now. Uh,
0: Which is why I needed to say it so that (laughs) I could sell you on it with that combination of character. Hell of an endorsement!
2: All right. Um, Yes, he got he got his start as a lot of these actors do uh, in theater in New York. Um, He was raised in New York. He's an American guy. He's actually born in L.A., but he was raised in New York, and he went to school for theater. So he acting in theater at Carnegie Mellon, and then he just went right into doing professional theater out of college. Uh, he did Shakespeare and experimental theater in, in New York. And then he um ended up uh, getting some notice. At, he ended ended up with a recurring character on All in the Family was his first like TV role. Uh he was one of Archie Bunker's friends named Stretch Cunningham. Ooh. I don't know. But so he did a few episodes of All in the Family, and that was like his TV break, and then it was kind of off to the races where he just did TV and movies. I mean, he would go back to theater occasionally, um, but yeah, I mean, just a, 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 immense career. Lately, he has been on, on a show for Ep- Epics called uh, Berlin Station, which is one of those like you know people doing counterterrorism stuff shows where there's stately people with low gravelly voices like him, um, and he was <laughs> Cardinal Michael Spencer and The Young Pope. People might remember him recently if, if you're not aware of his like, you know, huge breadth of work. If you saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom recently, uh, he was the old guy and Benjamin Lockwood in that. Mm. So Cromwell still in blockbusters and still doing work on TV and just apparently kicking all the ass.
0: True. Because you do. True. So, um, uh James Cromwell's great. Uh this scene, however, is um uh, it's, it's one of those scenes where, uh, you know, you look at, <laughs> you look back at like what I was talking about at the beginning of the season where they had the 159 page draft of this movie and they cut 25 pages out of it. Uh, cause 159 was, uh, was just way too expensive and too long of a movie. Yeah. Um, you know, in 2007, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's, it's. Well, You know, they did that, and then they left this scene in. And I'm just like, this is such a needless scene. Like, we already know that he escaped from prison at this point. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know that he's, uh, you know, possibly involved with the Ben Parker homicide. Like, we don't really need to know that yet. Um, there's no reason to introduce that here. Uh, it's... We already have the introduction of it, and a much... A much kind of a better introduction to it which is just his wife vaguely being like and i hear that you like might have you might have killed somebody like mm-hmm. that's a better introduction to it because like as unsubtle as that scene was that's more subtle than this um, <laughs> yeah
2: and we will pick up this thread later with captain stacy talking to aunt may right so,
0: right so yeah. like, this is just a completely unnecessary scene <clears throat> and in fact it <laughs> makes it makes it makes Captain Stacy look like kind of a Moron because he's like He goes uh, uh, Hands on the Folder this detective hands on the folder and he's Like uh, Flint Marco uh, you know Tied to the Ben Parker homicide and He goes and (laughs) Like (laughs) like like why why, why and i it's just it's so weird and then the fact that they have shorthand for the ben parker murder case the the you know the cops in new york city have shorthand for a murder case from five years ago yeah mm-hmm. that was just a guy getting carjacked yeah it was just a guy an old man getting carjacked and shot i i, I just i don't nothing about this scene is necessary or and i don't i don't know why it exists i don't know what its purpose is i i don't i'm assuming it's like some kind of like pacing thing is what they were going for here um you know yeah. between the curtain closing and and sandman running in the field mm-hmm. they wanted some sort of like way to to ramp up the pace again but it um, almost
2: feels like a reshoot like yeah yeah. Like, we go from the Harry and Peter fight to the ER, and then we close the curtain on that, and then all of a sudden, running from the police. Who is this? Oh, it's but Marco. Okay, okay. What's happening here? And then, in a, a test, somebody was like, I don't know, I just, I don't remember why he's running from the cops. Right. <laughs> Can we... Put a
0: reminder oh, in there. Oh, that's right. The and comes f- the, when he says and it comes after he goes, Ben Park, yeah, uh, the uh, Flint Marco, you know, the guy tied to the Ben Parker homicide. Yeah, well, he just broke out of Rikers, and <laughs> <laughs> which is so much more worse. He just broke out of Rikers, and what do you want me to do about it? Like,
1: I don't give a damn.
0: I don't, I don't care. Let them. <laughs> Who Come cares? On, I do population tonight. problem, anybody. Let them all out.
1: Who cares? <laughs> Breaking out, you know, murderers. I don't, you know, yeah. what do you
2: bother me for? I got stuff to do. Yeah.
1: It's it's, it's a clumsy 10 seconds of dialogue. Very yeah, nice. So. It, it's just not, it, it doesn't fit with the rest of the scene at yeah. all.
2: Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of that falls on the the shoulders of Greg Daniel over here, the uh, the precinct police officers, uh, police officer. I mean, he's not, he's he's doing his best, yeah. But it's just the scene itself. This right, what the words he has to say. I just feel bad. I just feel bad. <laughs> like that's this is how I feel. Like another one of those like great that guy actors with a hundred credits who's been on everything, you know uh Gray's Anatomy and True Detective and True Blood and you know all that stuff. NYPD Blue and he's just like, "All right, I'm going to say a bunch of nonsense that doesn't need to be here, <laughs> but he, I'm going to say it with gravitas." Okay, done. Collect, collect your check, I guess.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah he did the best he know. could, I guess. He sure did. Yeah. Um this uh this sequence here with the with the cops running after um in, uh, after Flint Marco in the uh, world famous uh, New York City Marshland um, <laughs> uh, he's in the Marshlands yeah that's where it's uh, you know all shot on a on a set with a green screen um, and it's uh, it's one of those things where like for a second this movie turns into like I don't know kind of has like a Sin City vibe where it's just like nothing yeah. feels real you know <laughs> just for a second yeah. uh the the well the cops feel so old-timey you yeah. know like
1: yeah <laughs> with the whistles they've yes. got whistles and weird uniform hats and yellow right. piping on their pants and it's yeah they they are yeah. straight out of the 50s yeah yeah and he's like running time and there's fog
2: well you all know about the time portal in the marshlands in the new right. york marshlands <laughs> yeah
0: So that's right. And all the cops throughout history in New York, they all work together simultaneously. So yeah, yeah, of course yeah, yeah.
2: they've got that, you know, they get a little heads up on that special red phone. When somebody's going through the marshlands, Like, (laughs) oh, we got another convict out there, you know, help us out. Right. Okay. We'll report back captain Stacy.
0: You know what what I'd like to see more of is, uh, when people climb over fences with barbed wire, I'd like to see Mm -hmm. them get cut more.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His no shirt wasn't even cut. damaged. Yeah, yeah. No one I mean, ever just gets treated like
2: like it's a, a regular fence. And like, no, the whole point—that's why you have barbed wire up there. Is you'll get hurt. Yeah, you get hurt if you try it. Don't try it. Yeah, <laughs> don't try it. Don't try it. Don't, don't you try it?
0: Barbed wire has the higher ground. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> yes, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I knew this was going to be a meme-heavy season, but I wasn't expecting the prequel memes in here. Oh, well,
0: right. the, you don't ever expect them, but they're <laughs> always around.
1: <laughs> so um, so l- l- I'm I'm looking at a map right now uh-huh. uh, of uh-huh. New York City, and in order for Thomas Hayden Church, uh, I'm sorry, for in order for Flint Marco, yes, to get out of Rikers Island and make his way to the nearest marshland, he's got to go from the Bronx. Almost to Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know,
2: he just he was he was going the wrong way for far too long. <laughs> and he didn't really question it. He did
0: have because... a pet stop in Brooklyn, we know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was earlier. The previous...
1: Well that's even further south. Um, <laughs> okay. He well he took the scenic route. Unless we're <laughs> counting New Jersey as marshlands, because if that's the case then <laughs>
0: That's what the cops in New York just called Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like he's in the he's in the marshlands and then it just cuts to him passing a welcome to New Jersey sign. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Sorry, New Jersey.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Um yeah, you'd think they'd be able to him. um You'd be they'd be able to see this giant pit in the ground uh from where they're standing. Um yeah. I don't where <laughs> quite he go? understand. Yeah, where'd he go? <laughs> he, just got police work. Guys. <laughs> he just got sucked into the ground.
2: Yeah, I can barely believe that he doesn't see it, but at least they have flashlights, right? you know? Yeah. Like I can I can buy that he doesn't quite know where he's going, but
1: isn't their job to search? Isn't that You'd think so? Their job? <laughs> They just need to find the dog's dead body that he beat up and yeah. kind of figure oh, yeah. out that, you know, triangulate the area. He's going to be within 20 feet of this. Okay. All <laughs> like, right.
2: That's dark. We, we do see the dog pop back up again. That's after a good he point. Good point. That would be too, uh, one, one step too far for my heart. I think it's
0: <laughs> I think it's interesting that the fence stops the police. They don't go through the fence. <laughs> I guess because they can read the sign that clearly says to not come in there because it's dangerous. Whoa, right. Guys, yeah. particle physics. Particle well, physics they, are happening in there. It's like, I don't even know what that is. We should not go in there.
2: Yeah, that's not worth it. That's I don't get paid enough for that. Or like, well, they don't have a uh, in one of those striped shirts that's impervious to barbed wire. So oh, good how are point. they going to get there? Good point. Yeah. You know, they'd have to go back to the squad car and get. Get cutters. their
0: barbed wire sh- striped shirts.
2: Yes, yeah, and that's going to be a whole thing. And, and I don't, don't think know, those are deal.
1: standard police issue anymore. <laughs> no. Especially so gotta, not for 1950s for cops.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to wait for the backup. Oh, you, you know, you they don't have them in the 1950s, so they got to wait for the present day cops to get to the time portal in the marshlands, <laughs> New Jersey, and then bring them the barbed wire proof shirts. Then they can actually.
0: New Yorkers, yeah. how how often would you say that you see police in uniform wearing their hats while like doing something policey? Like not mm-hmm. just like waltzing around like, you know, going to a bodega or something. Like yeah. actually like chasing after somebody or whatever. Like, how often are they actually wearing their hats in those moments? Because these guys kept their hats on the whole time. In fact, I think while they were running, a couple of them were holding their hats to their head.
2: Right. Um, like
0: <laughs> just like a bunch of goofballs. Um, and I, I, it seems strange to me that, uh, that they would uh, keep wearing those hats while they're like chasing after a guy.
2: Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the NYPD mostly has like, like baseball caps these days, you know? Like, yeah. Baseball caps are
1: beanies, right? Yeah. Beanies. Cause yeah. it's Cold. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I do. W- one thing I will, I will say is, uh, the other thing that this bit reminds me of specifically the shot of like the whole group of them, like running toward the camera sort of, um, mm-hmm. it reminds me of, uh, the scene at the beginning of, um, the matrix where the cops are, Ooh. are chasing, uh, Trinity on the rooftops, yeah. Um, yeah. which, which, uh, again, another film shot by, uh, Bill Pope. So there you go.
2: Yeah. That sense of unreality and, uh, yeah, green screen plus set plus cool lighting. I don't know what <laughs> it
0: is. Sam, it. <laughs> if only Flint Marco had just noticed the hill, the hole, and just went for it and jumped, um, <laughs> he could have. He could have, you know, just believe in himself and.
2: But but no nobody gets it their first time. I mean, well, everybody falls the first time. That's
0: true. <laughs> that's true. So, oh well, <laughs> uh, boy. So this guy flint marco poor guy no he's not a poor guy he's a dog punching maniac he's a dog punching
2: maniac that's right sorry he's a muppet punching maniac yeah (laughs) um i know maybe whatever might happen to him later in the week maybe that's all just cosmic comeuppance for uh Dog punching. Yeah. I do like
0: that the dog punching happens right before this horrible thing happens to him. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. I do like that. Insta karma. Instant. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, I think that's all we have for this minute then. Um, Yeah. Thanks everybody uh, for listening, but uh, you should check out the other podcasts we have. At uh, duelinggenre.com. Uh, lots of other movies by minute podcasts and uh, original podcast series like Geek by Night, which Jay stars in. Hey. Um, and Zach, obviously. But well, you are right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you guys should uh, check those things out. That's at uh, duelinggenre.com. And we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 24. Bye.
1: Bye. See ya.